Hi everyone, class is officially in session. Welcome to our very first episode of Keeping It 101, our unofficial guide to life. I'm DJ. And I'm Lauren. DJ and I are co-workers. Turn friends. Turn co-hosts. We'll sit next to each other at work, and every day we'd have some deep conversations about real-life issues, such as being mothers, having careers, pursuing relationships, and just other day-to-day real life. Through those conversations, we found ourselves jokingly asking, where's the guide to this life shit? So, of course, there is none. So we decided to create this podcast to share our, our opinions on how we can successfully maneuver through it. So we're basically going to talk about life while getting lit. Each episode, we will introduce a drink of the week. And given today's world events, it's only appropriate for our first drink to be... A Corona Rita. So DJ has been pre-gaming already. She's been drinking. She's already got her Corona Rita. I'm going to go ahead and make mine on camera real quick so you guys can make it along with us. And then we can get into our topic. So basically, a Corona Rita is just a margarita with a little coronavirus lime on it. Ooh. So I have my <laughs> I have my glass already done. You see, it has the sugar around it. Basically, you can use sugar or salt. You'll just put some water around the rim, and then you'll dip it the glass into your sugar or your salt. Then you're gonna take your mix. I've got Daily's margarita mix. I've got frozen. DJ's got some regular kind. Got the Jose Cuervo. I'm just going to pour mine in real quick. Yes. Oh, it's slushy, slushy. Slushy. I like mine frozen. And then, of course, it calls for um, Corona beer. Just a tap of that. I'm not going to add any in mine because I can't open it, unfortunately. And then the most important thing of all, the tequila. Just a sip. Just a sip of tequila in the cup. There we go. I'm not trying to die. And our last ingredient is some triple sec. So let me put yes. that in there. That's actually really good in it. You fancy. Mm. And of course, last but not least is our coronavirus. <laughs> it's just um, a little lime with some little grape uh, stems in it to make it look like the little virus that they're going out. I'm going to put it on my glass. I'm going to use my kid's straw because I'm still a mom. And throw yeah. around. Mine's, I didn't have that, so I had to use toothpicks. But that's okay because it's still good. It's really good. Oh, tasty. Mmm. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's good. It's really good. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that we have our drinks, let's get into our first topic. And that is going to be standards. So... Lauren, um, I kind of want to get your opinion on the definition of standards because a lot of people actually have standard, like the definition of standards confused. So what's your opinion about standards? Yeah, so I think that standards um, specifically is your requirements, things that you are going to hold people to in order to occupy your space, right? I think they do sometimes get standards mixed up with preferences when it comes to like maybe physical attributes. However, standards is whether it's something that you will accept or you will not accept, it is a requirement that you have 
for the people in your life. Standards do not just apply to your relationships with significant others. They reply, apply to your friends, your parents, your family, your children. I have standards for all of those people. And so it's really important when we are talking about building relationships, building strong relationships, building healthy relationships, that we know what our standards are for each type of relationship. So that is my definition of standards. And I do have standards for every type of relationship, for friendships, for, you know, boyfriends, significant others. I have standards for all of those things. What about you? Um, actually, I actually agree with that. I believe that standards is a requirement. It's going to be your non-negotiables and preferences is going to be basically what you would like, but it's also not a deal breaker in that aspect. And, and the standards that I'm speaking of is primarily in relationships, but, um, but standards can be for any relationship in your life. You have to have standards. Um, so basically with my standards are, I did write down a couple, which are my non-negotiables. Um, one of them is, is that I would, for my non-negotiable that he had, that the person that I will be with will have to be faithful, loyal, and driven, like all in one, just <laughs> like all in one, like there's one of them and that's, you know, three things, but those are one of my non-negotiable. My preferences now, that's a different story. So I said that I want somebody taller than me <laughs> because for whatever reason, I date guys that are at least my height or like two or three inches above. And I kind of want to lean my head on your chest, not your chin, you know, um, <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> or, so you know, definitely definitely a preference there yeah. but you you said that you know what I um and I really wanted to just so discuss not blocking our own blessings um making sure that our standards are realistic so of course I think those things that you said being faithful loyal what was the other one I'm driven driven oh such such important standards those are such important things however some women don't even have those as standards right we think that as long as a man has the ability, if they're a man, we can encourage them or we can build drive in them or we can help build them up. But no, one of the most important standards that I think for us as women is, is to have a man or want a man or require a man to have drive, to have, have him require to have drive. So mm -hmm. I think sometimes women have requirements like, oh, he can't have five baby mamas, which is, which is true. That's, that's, a good, that's a good standard, too, because, you know, we don't want too much, we don't want too much drama. We don't want 89 baby mamas. We don't we want don't a football want, team. We don't want none nope. of that. No. Nope. None of those things. But it, it's important to make sure that we also live up to the standards that we are creating for men. Right. One right. of the things that one of the things that you said when we were preparing for this episode, which I thought was really um, fantastic, was you said I'm not dating right now because I'm not where I want to be. You know, I'm not where I can't. You know, where a man, where I have, where I possess all those things that 
I would want a man to have or more. So I'm not dating right now, right? Yep. And I think that's I think that's very important because sometimes people feel like because we're adults we should just date, right? Mm-hmm. We should just be out there dating. If I see somebody I'm interested in, I should pursue them. When we really should also have standards for ourselves, right? We should have standards for ourselves and make sure that we are where we need to be. We are a, one, a whole person, mm-hmm. not suffering from, you know, hurt, depression because of a breakup, because of a rotten childhood, you know, no mommy issues, no daddy issues. We shouldn't be going into relationships with any of those issues unresolved. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, it's not going to work. You know, you're going to bring those issues into your relationship and you're going to transfer them onto your significant other and it's going to cause even more issues. Things that may be even small. It will. It will because, um, when I was dating, when I was younger, um, I, I didn't have my father in my life. So I dated a lot of older men. Um, and I went into it with, if a man was willing to do things, now I wouldn't even say like fatherly, like, but the, the role of just being that protector and a provider that I didn't get as a child, I kind of cling to that. But at the same time, it was extremely unhealthy. So I had, when, when I went, when, when I started dating, seriously, when I was 19, when I had moved out of Florida and I moved to Atlanta, I had met this older guy and he you know, in all reality, I never know I can pull somebody like that. You know, I'm coming from, you know, a big city, but it's so small and so small minded that this guy showed me a whole different side of a lifestyle. You know what I mean? So like when, when we were dating, like he was, he was great. He was a spender. He was doing all that. But at the same time, he was always in the club. He always wanted to be in the spotlight. And that was cool because I was young. Like I was, you know, in the club, you know, like popping bottles and sections and strip clubs and all type of mess. You know, I was just having a good old time. But at the same time, when me and him broke up, I had this, I had these really high expectations or really high standards that I said I would never date anybody beneath him. It will always be higher than that person. Right. And so like the next guy was a demon. I swear Lucifer sent his ass up just for my ass because (laughs) he was real mean. He was real nasty. But when I met him, he didn't have all of the money like the guy did, but he had the drive to get to that position that he wanted to, wanted to get to. But when he got there, he was so nasty and he was just so evil that the fact that I took away everything that I had stand for in my previous relationship around disrespect. And I kind of dumbed down, dumbed it down, you know what I mean? To try to please him and to try to satisfy him to the point where I lost myself. So at that point I was being a ride or die. Let me tell you right now, I ain't no damn ride or die. Bitch, I ain't riding nor I ain't dying. I'm I'm not doing that no more because that man had me looking like a little homeless cat that you feed and don't want to go away. Like right. he had me stuck, stuck. He's coming and, back for more. Yeah, he had me stuck, stuck, and that's the one thing I t- like. I would love to warn young women in general: don't ever have a man have you stuck. Like I left a job that was paying me extremely well, a second job that's paying me extremely well, just on the fact of his insecurities of 
the people that I was meeting because the people I was meeting had money. I worked in a strip club. So as a shot girl, so I was meeting all these people who had money and he got intimidated because his money wasn't where it's supposed to be. So he's right. like, oh, well, I already seen her in this guy's G-Wagon driving because my car had got messed up. So I had to drive my ex-boyfriends. And that's when I met him. I met him at work. So, um, yeah, yeah it, and, it you was know, crazy. And I think that you bring up a good point, too, because we both are mothers, two daughters, right? Yes. And so when we say we want to encourage other women, you know, to not have certain standards or to not, you know, succumb to certain things that men ask of you because it's not Mm -hmm. necessary, right? It's because of their insecurities. What things growing up did your mother teach you, if any, on standards? Did she talk about standards at all, what you should or what you shouldn't accept for for, from a man? Absolutely not. And that was (laughs) mine either. And that was and that was the one thing that with my daughters now is that I want to be the one to talk to them and give them the real game. Like I feel that women, even older women, have the all of this knowledge about what happens in life and how to kind of I guess kind of like the book or the foundation to provide for their kids, like that game that daddies usually will give their daughters. But if the dad is not available, then the mom should definitely give their daughters. That is not happening in society now. So you have a lot of these girls. Perfect example, Yaya Mayweather. Today, she ended up stabbing um that's so crazy ynb whatever the hell his name is yeah, y-n-b all, young all boy. almighty yeah. young boy yeah <laughs> whatever that is i don't even know what that is but she ended up stabbing his baby mother now mind you her dad is floyd mayweather her mom is very beautiful why didn't they instill that in that child that don't make yourself look foolish over no dude because there's so many people out here in that world. As soon as that dude show you that he not for you, that dude done disrespected this girl back and forth and she still keep on coming back. You want to know why? It's that ride or die mentality. And all of, in all reality, why BCMAMG, whatever his name <laughs> is, he's a hood dude. He's yeah, a hood dude, and we get so attracted to these hood dudes because of this bad boy, fast money lifestyle. And and then and the crazy thing about it is she comes for money. Yeah. But whatever he's putting on her, she's her her father or her mother should have taught her about that at a young age. Yeah, it's a lack of standards. It's, it's yeah, completely a, a lack of understanding as one what she deserves and what a man is supposed to give, provide. And in, to add to add to the picture, you know, what, what a man is supposed to add to your life. You know, drama, jail time, that's not it, you know. Not you can lose your life. You, can lose your, you yeah. can lose your life in both ways. You can die or you can lose your life by catching the case in some time, which looked like she probably about to. Right. And so I, I think that as a mother, that is one thing that I have been struggling with is what do I, how do I talk to my daughter about, okay, when it's time for you to start dating, this is what you can accept. This is what you will not accept. Is mm-hmm. that my decision to make? And and is it rigid? You know, or can it be? Or are standards fluid? And I think that's one thing that I even struggle with with myself, right? Because I'll tell you, um, I came my very first relationship, my marriage. That person was he didn't have much. You know, he was, I, but I've seen potential in him, right? So mm-hmm. I, 
to to use one of DJ's terms, I was I tried to be Barbara the builder in that relationship, right? And ladies don't really... be that shit you ain't his <laughs> mama. <laughs> right, let his mama build him up. It's not but, our job. But not even saying that because y'all gonna be like, damn, this bitch cold. But no, I'm not right. saying that. I'm saying that don't be trying to build him at a you can always breathe life into your partner, but don't try to build them. You know what I if mean? If they don't have right, if, if they don't have it, they never gonna have it. Right. And so I think that's that's one important thing, right? Because you if you have you can have somebody with drive and not necessarily the means or the knowledge to 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 build themselves up and that's where you come in at, right? Mm-hmm. But if you have somebody that doesn't have that drive, who may even have the knowledge but doesn't really care to do anything, leave that alone. Leave that man alone. Because that, that goes back to the video. When we first started talking about this standards episode or the lady who gave the real estate property or the rental property to oh, her boyfriend. Yeah, to her boyfriend. And he just Yeah, he was like, down. I wanted a Rolex, really? You real, know, so it, it's so important to know your partner, um, to get to know people, to ask questions before you get into a relationship. And I think that because every situation is different, we can't say oh, you have to, in order to date me, my standards are you have to have a six-figure paying job, you have to Mm -hmm. have at least a three-bedroom house, you need to have at least 100K in your 401K, you need to be Mm -hmm. able to give me $2,000 at the drop of a dime. Those, in my opinion, are unrealistic standards. Unrealistic standards. Those are not even standards. Those are preferences. That's what you would like. Some of them would be standards, though, because I mean... Some some women do, though. Some will... some women do have those, these high standards, but I have. And that's why I say you right. You, that you, shit ain't work. <laughs> y'all, DJ standards are a little bit high, so make sure y'all come correct. She's single. Come all the way correct. <laughs> I'll but, stay um, single. <laughs> but I do think that we have to be fluid in our in our standards. There are some things that obviously have to be rigid. And I think you can't say, oh, you can't talk to me if you don't have a job. Or can you? I think if they have job, if they have drive and they have a proven track record of employment, then maybe, you know, maybe they're in between jobs. Does that mean they're not a good person? Does that mean that they're not your forever person? It just right? Depends. And that's what I'm saying. It just depends. Now... If you're just meeting that person and they're telling you that and you really don't know them like that, anybody can tell you sweet nothings to get what they what they actually want out of you from the jump. You know what I mean? People can tell if you're a pushover right away, especially men. Um, so it just depends. Like, if a dude was to come up to me now and I just met him, you know, and he says that, oh, you know, I'm in between jobs or I'm, you know, I'm a little bit confused on what I want to do. Now, I can't even say that because I was going to say, baby, you need to you need to work on yourself and just come, <laughs> come back to me when you're ready. But I can't yeah, say but that because no, I didn't a truck driver. But, well, but that's that should be their mentality for themselves, right? So mm-hmm. I think the message even here is to anybody Stop trying to date somebody if you don't have your shit together. Right. You don't put another person in a position to even make a decision to even turn you down, to reject you, to be cold, because it's hard for a woman to say, oh, 
you only make $20,000 a year, what am I going to do with you? You know, I'm the yeah. guy that I met. <laughs> it's funny, right? You remember Walmart? We, we <laughs> remember the guy at Walmart, right? Oh my goodness. I met she, this guy. She was going through a moment, child. <laughs> but I knew, well, this is what's funny about it, right? I know what my standards are <laughs> and I know where I am in life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there was nothing that this guy working at Walmart could add to my life except maybe some good dick. You know, and I'm and, I'm and ladies, that means dick on demand. <laughs> Go ahead. So you know, I, I, I had to recognize where I was in life, and okay. I'm letting all my standards go and I'm going to deal with this person because there is something that I want from them. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not really fair. That's not really fair to him because maybe his mindset was totally different, but he should not have even approached Push. me. You're working at Walmart and not to say that Walmart is a bad place, but you're like a soccer at Walmart. So you ain't ready to be dating nobody yet. Especially when you have children. I have three children. You're not ready. You are not ready to be dating. Have a standard for yourself to, and and I think at the minimum, right, if you're a man, the minimum standard should be, if I'm going to date a woman, I need to be prepared to take care of her tomorrow if she loses her job, which was another situation that we put out there to, you know. We did. And we got some, some, we actually got some interesting feedback from women and they did, some women agreed and my agreement is, is that, but, but we gotta tell them what we, we gotta tell them what we're talking about. We gotta yeah, we, we gotta we, we gotta we gotta tell y'all. But at the same time, on the fact of Walmart and the Walmart guy was, you know, like you said, he wasn't up to par. He still trying to holler at you, but at the same time, we have to realize in today's society, women have set the bar for standards so fucking low. Oh, that these dudes come at you any type of sideways back yeah, in the day. They, do you do you remember? Do you remember? So when I was talking to him, I asked him. I was like, "Oh, do you get a discount?" And um, and he was telling me that he got a discount, like ten percent after his six month probationary period. So bitch, he was new at Walmart. Okay, he he ain't even had no time in time at Walmart. He was new. And then he uh, he got an attitude. He said, I feel like you're trying to use me for my discount. Bro, I fucking flipped when she told me that. I'm like, bro, what the fuck <laughs> is 10%? Like, 10%? Okay, bro. All right. I'm, I'm trying to use you for discount. 10% of something that doesn't pertain coming out of your pockets? Bro, are you tripping? Yes. And and that just lets you know his mindset, right? He's not, he's not ready to be dating. And... But also, it's not even about him ready to be dating. It's also about who raised him. Because Mm -hmm. you have a lot of these, you have now no jobs of single parents because I'm a single parent, but you have these mothers who are babying their boys to be Mm -hmm. so not men to be mama's boys and they expect the woman to take care take of them, care like of their them. mother takes care of them and that's right. not and it bro it's rare to find a Idris Elba let me stop oh girl Ooh, it is rare oh. to find it's rare to find a man who has a presence of a man who is a man's man mm. who is that healthy provider and who's also um he's just a man's man like that's his role he he he's the masculine you know what i mean and right. 
and, and then when you get dudes that's like that, then you get these pick me ass females that that's like, oh, pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me. I don't care what you got. I just want to be with you because these dudes in the fucking their little head up because they little manipulators, and they got these girls doing everything, buying cars, putting them bitches in their name, um, doing a lot of extra. <laughs> I did that with my husband, my ex-husband. His his first car was definitely in my name. Nah, bro. Which, uh, but but I think Even I think it. And that's I don't know. I don't know. I think it comes with age, though. Like, and I think that because it's almost like me as a thirty-three-year-old woman, I've been through some things. I've experienced yeah. some things, right? And so I want to say to my younger friends, my younger women, to my daughter, who my daughters, who are my younger selves. Mm-hmm. this is what happened this is what I did and this is how it worked out for me it mm-hmm. didn't fucking work out you know and so there's a better way to support someone who you are interested in other than putting yourself out there on the line you have to hold that person to a certain standard before you, you start hold... giving yourself to that person but, right like, exactly point exactly. blank period and, and, and oh go ahead I was gonna say we've got to teach our kids. Mothers have we have to teach our sons, you know what it is to be a man, what it is to be a provider. Mm-hmm. Chasing skirts isn't everything. They I... need to chase these. They need to have chase some aspirations, some dreams, some jobs, some education, so that they can provide. And mm-hmm. I think that we can even kind of just go into that 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 post from Instagram where basically the there's this couple that have been dating for six months. Mm-hmm. She lost her job due to the she lost her job. Due to, due to this little buddy right here. <laughs> you know. And she asked her boyfriend of six months if she can move in with him. Um, and he said that he was not ready for that. No, he said it, that that is a husband uh, trait or some crap like no, that. No, 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 was no, no. So he. No, he said he wasn't ready for her to move in with him. And then he asked, then she asked if he could pay half of her bills. And that's when he gave her the husband. I'm not, I'm not comfortable with doing things that a husband should be doing, that would be doing, which is, you know, paying half of her bills. Technically, he should be paying them all, but we, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, and then he said basically that she could borrow $300 and, you know, he, she could pay her, pay him back. Um, so that caused a lot of debate because I felt like, okay, yeah, I, I feel like that's valid what he said because it's been six months, you know, like, do, do you want somebody to come and move in with you after six months and you don't know if that's your forever person? Um, you don't know that person really well enough after six months to even kind of make that big decision. Yeah. Um, and DJ had a different You don't even know, you know, my response is when she had sent me this, I said, so he never seen her pass as being a girlfriend. And I got my hands up in quotations as best as seeing a girlfriend. He never seen her as the potential of being his wife. So he's not going to invest that time or that money into somebody that he doesn't see a forever with, or he doesn't even see past maybe even a year relationship with. And, um, and the reason why I had strong opinions about it is because that happened to me one time. I didn't ask nobody. I was just talking about it and they offered, and I'm not going to, deny it neither because we were together we were together for a very short time and they offered I didn't have to pay anything they wanted me to get myself together and then once I got up my money to move they end up paying for my furniture so like 
I, I, and, and this is one of the comments that I wanted to, oh, dang, it went away. Hold on, y'all. This thing. But one of the comments was basically about, um, this is what it says. It says, what he basically told this woman was that he never, um, I guess he never, he will never make her his wife. I wouldn't personally ask a man to help me out after six months of dating. But if I ever got a response like this, I'm heading out. Cause you know damn well, he will do it for the girl that he does plan on making his wife. Girl, like, do you have, do you have the other comment though about, I, and I don't have, let me see. the one, one that I liked about where he was saying that, Men need to start holding women to the same standard, standard. that we hold them. Yes, you have that one because oh, me that, see, me that to me was everything. Absolutely. Oh, let me see. So, oh, yeah, so this is what it said. So, it says, um, men need to hold women to the same standards as they hold us. Um, it ain't like she lost her job six months ago. And she used her entire savings. If a woman ain't got at least two to three months worth of expenses already saved up for a hard time, then he needs to keep his $300 because he offered her to borrow $300. 300, mm-hmm. He needs to keep his $300 and get a new woman because hard times are contagious and she is a bad investment. If a person can't have their sales, how are they going to have you? Now, I do have have this, but, but you got to think about in your relationship, in the beginning, when you were dating, we're not going to name him and Mm -hmm. he didn't have everything. What was happening? Who was, who was the provider until he got himself on his foot? You were right. And, and now if anything was to happen you know because right now y'all not together or whatever the case may be but if that was to happen would he have done the same for you in that aspect and you're shaking your head no and see that's the thing that it's about it it's it's but but and then unrealistic what he's saying is not the everyday american everyday americans don't have two to three must saved up because majority of Americans are living paycheck because paycheck paycheck, paycheck, yeah. we're underpaid. You know what I mean? And even when Girl, you, that's a whole nother episode, right? right? Before we get into all that, but that's what I'm saying. That's an unrealistic ass situation. I mean, realistically, sometimes at a certain point in age, yeah, you do need to have that, but not everybody does. And we but don't know how was, old they are. But I think it was sarcasm though, right? It was. The, I think, I think the most important part in that whole post was and that whole comment was men need to hold women to the same standard that they hold us right Mm -hmm. meaning there's a double standard here right if this situation was flipped and it was a man coming asking to live with the woman after the six months of dating because he lost his job every woman on the in the comments would be like oh girl let him go you know what i'm saying so there's the there's the other thing Mm -hmm. back to standards we have double standards and that's not right you know but you know and also it depends like i even said with this thing my first response was how that first comment that i read is that he never seen her as making his, his him um making her his wife but at the same time we don't know their relationship so we don't know if maybe she thought it was more than what it was but it wasn't that much to him or 
you know, whatever the case may be. We just and, and you know what? I think we talked about this, right? Like I think what we said was women have a tendency to fall quicker or to get more emotionally invested quicker than men do, right? So in mm-hmm. six months, in six months, we may be head over heels like when is he gonna propose? Like Bruh, I'm ready. First date, I'm it. like Girl. Yeah, I told you what I thought about my first date. Listen, yeah, like, I was like, damn, this is it. Like he is. A, I'm going to try on wedding dresses, right? It is right. after the first date. But don't men, judge us. <laughs> don't please don't judge us. You know, we we're not crazy. But um but men don't necessarily evolve in their feelings that quickly, you know? Mm-mm. And so while I don't And if they do, with- if they do from personal experience bro run the fuck away because that he has another motive them on the reason why he's trying no, no he has another yeah he has another motive on the reason why he's trying to get you so love bomb within himself because he needs something from you baby girl don't do it mm, that's true too see but, we trying to keep y'all up on game because a lot of people ain't gonna tell you that shit and right mm-mm. we don't been through it so too many times but so that's the that's the thing though men don't evolve in their in their feelings that quickly Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's fair to say that he ne- he doesn't see her as a wife. He never sees her as anything more than a girlfriend because it's been six fucking months. You know, he may just be coming to a place where he's like, damn, she real cool, you know, but I agree. Even with that last statement, it goes back to having a standard for yourself. What mm-hmm. he said was very true. If you can't have yourself, how you going to have him, you know? Mm-hmm. And you guys don't have enough history in the game to have established that, right? If you've been married 10 years and your spouse loses their job, you got their back, right? Of course, we've been together years. He has proven himself in more ways than one. Mm -hmm. But six months is not enough time to do that. So I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that he shouldn't help her. I don't, I don't think that borrowing $300 was fair. I think that was a cop-out, and it does. Oh, and then, I don't think he even said that. She even said that she will offer to, have, to pay half of the bills. So with that even being said, she may have actually had money saved up, but she probably didn't have enough money enough. saved up to pay all of her expenses all at once, you right. know, for six whole months. But she did have enough right. that if she needed to split her bills, she was capable of doing that. Right. So, that was another one he he, i'm telling you i think he just wasn't into her because any dude who actually and that's that may go to show that he does not see her the way that she sees him he may not care for her like she cares for him and that's the awakening call for her you know what i mean and a, a lot of dudes will give you all these sweet nothings on what they will do in the future but when that time comes, they always push it off to something more in the future because they not ready. They not taking you serious. You might have right. showed them that you're going to be that ride or die for forever. So they're going to keep you alone because they know that you're never going to go nowhere. And so as women, we have to love ourselves more than what we love for love these dudes. Now I can say from even personal experience, I have loved somebody more than I love myself to the point that when he left, I was lost because when he, when we dated, I was me. I was in control, not in control of the relationship, being like controlling or masculine, but I knew who I was as a person. I know where I was going. I knew 
everything about me. But when he, he broke me down to a point that I needed him so badly, to the point that when he left, I was fucking lost. And it took me a, probably about a good two and a half years to even get myself back. You know what I mean? Like to not even all the way, but just get myself to where I feel comfortable again. Where yep. I'm getting myself, okay, we getting there, we getting there, girl, you're going to get there, you know, whatever. So, yeah. And that's going to be an episode, y'all. That's, we got depression one-on-one coming. Oh, yeah. We got healing one-on-one coming, moving mm-hmm. on one-on-one coming. So we got all of this stuff coming up uh, in future episodes of podcast. Um, what I want to do now, though, is just move into what we're, a segment of our podcast where we're going to be calling the discipline of the week, right? <laughs> So you heard DJ mention in the very beginning her non-negotiables, right? So we were preparing for this podcast and we were looking for things to talk about for the discipline of the week because the discipline of the week is something that we're going to give to you each each episode that we put out to say, work on this. Work on this to make a better you, yes. to make your situation and to make your life better, right? And what I thought was really perfect for this episode is that um, – Lala interviewed Sierra and Russell Wilson on a live on Instagram. And Russell said, everybody asked us what Sierra's prayer was, but no one ever asked me what mine was. And in this interview, he talked about, you have to have five non-negotiables. And I thought that was so perfect, right? Because Mm -hmm. aside from your preferences, aside from your standards, which are fluid, we talked about your standards are going to basically they have to be fluid based on the situation that the person is based on each individual situation, because you don't want to block your own blessings by having these rigid standards that don't fit into every situation. If they're gray areas, but your non-negotiables are, is just that if those, these are things that you will not negotiate with. They either have it or they don't. And if they don't, then you can't rock with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and so that goes back it will to make what you a, did. It, it's, 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 it'll break the relationship, period. Like, yep, they're deal breakers. I'm done. They're deal breakers. Yeah, we're yeah. done. And, and so, you know, what DJ was saying earlier, if faith is important to you, you know, faith is obviously on that, on that, on that non-negotiable list. Mm-hmm. I can't be with somebody who I'm unevenly yoked with, you know, that is very important to me. And mm-hmm. I think it's important to DJ as well. It we is. We as well as drive. nasty. That is yeah, oh, girl. Yeah. So DJ, one of DJ's non-negotiable is they have to be freak nasty. Me, I don't know. I feel like you can teach it. I feel like that's a preference, and I also feel like that's a um, a standard that I feel like can be loose, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because I feel like you can teach somebody, you know, how to please you and bring them up to where you want them to be. If they're willing to learn. Yeah, if they're willing back. to learn. Yeah, because I'll tell you. They have to be married, open-minded. That's a non-negotiable for me. It, 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 and it's difficult sometimes because in my marriage, you know, we were very basic, boring-ass <gasps> people. Like, we just did missionary. There was no oral sex. And it was so oh, funny. because <laughs> I, It's so funny because every time people are talking about they can't believe DJ Cal don't eat the box. And I'm like, oh, I thought that was normal, you know? But then I came out of that marriage and I met another guy who I got in a relationship with and he was like, I'm going to turn you out. And I was like, okay, I'm open to being turned out. Music to my ears. (laughs) 
right? So for me, so for me, freakiness, sex is not uh, non-negotiable for me, but it is for somebody. And if it, if that's a non-negotiable for you, that should be something that you um, let be known up front. So what we want you guys to do is until the next episode comes out, we want you to work on your list of non-negotiables. Okay. No, five non-negotiables, at least five. If you have more, perfect. You know, just don't make them be outrageously crazy and knowing some crap you ain't going to do. Right. You can do. Right. Right. So, and that is something that like, you know, work on, email us, follow us on Instagram. First of all, that's just first. Let me just, yes. let's, let, let me, let me jump ahead. Our Instagram is underscore keeping it one one And then we, on our YouTube channel, we are one-on-one with DJ and Lauren. So go follow us. And in those comments on this episode, drop us your non-negotiables. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what your standards are, what your preferences are. Um, if you agree with what we said, if you don't agree, let us know that too. You know, drop some knowledge on us to help us figure mm-hmm. out, you know, life as well. It's, you know, it's, it's not, there is no guide, right? So that's why this is our unofficial guide. Unofficial guide. Unofficial guide. This is what we have, com- the, the determinations that we have come to, but we want to hear from you guys too, right? So we definitely hope that you enjoyed the first episode enough to come back next week. We're going to be talking about credit. Yes. Uh, buying houses, you know, how to fix your credit. Fun what adults to shit. Yeah. <laughs> fun adult <laughs> shit, right? Life, real life shit that's important, that matters, right? Yeah. Um, so, again, follow us on Instagram, underscore keeping it one on one. Our YouTube channel is one on one with DJ and Lauren. So, like and subscribe to that channel. And if you want to send us an email, we are one-on-one with DJ and Lauren at gmail.com. Anything you need to say, DJ? Hey, let us know if you make the coronavirus margarita or the Corona Rita. Yes. Let oh, us know you, how you like it, you know? It's so good. It's so it good. Is if really you good. do, if you do, take a picture, picture and, and hashtag tag, tag, tag us and us. hashtag uh, Corona Corona Rita. Hashtag keeping it one on one. Yes, because I um, want to see it. I want to see how y'all made mine. Mine, look at this, y'all. Whoever can't see it, but look at this. This is so bootleg. Like yes, mine is cute. <laughs> hers, hers is, is cuter. Oh, she even got hers cuter. I've got sugar around my glass. It's amazing. Yeah. It's lit. Okay, guys. Well, until next time. Be safe. Wash your fucking hands. And stay ass in the house. And we'll see you next time on keeping it 101. Peace out.